Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Kevin Freeman and I'm a physical therapist, strength and performance coach, weightlifting coach, and certified nutritionist. Over the last five years, I've loved working with many different types of people in various fitness settings ranging from parents simply wanting to be healthier for their families to adult and children athletes preparing for an athletic competition. I love challenging the status quo and rising above the mediocre, and I believe that regardless of who you are, everyone can wake up confident and excited about the body they have. But let's face it, change can be hard, and there's so much conflicting evidence available, and that has been my heart behind this podcast. From all things physical therapy, nutrition and wellness, strength and performance training, and psychology of change, I want to break down the complicated topics to help elevate our entire community. For a rising tide lifts all ships. All right, legends, let's dive in. This is how legends are made. This is how legends are made. Hey everyone, Kevin here. I'm excited to bring the topic of hiring a nutrition coach. I coach clients in what's known as macronutrients or macro coaching. So what is this? What is a macro? What is a fat, carb, and protein? Shouldn't you just cut carbs to lose the weight? Can I just have a meal plan and move on with my day? These are many of the questions I want to address and more. And as a nutrition coach, physical therapist, and actually business owner and private tutor, I've worked with many types of people and kids. I've had motivated, non-motivated, passionate, creative, enthusiastic, even quiet types of clients. So what separated them from getting the results they wanted? Well, I feel a lot of people in the fitness industry simply write off clients who don't get results as it's the client's fault. And they label them as failures and just move on. And so I want to challenge a stigma. You know, I'm sure we've all heard, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Well, I want to set the standard higher now for coaches. What if it was our job to ensure our clients get results? Now you've just opened a door for an entirely new area of expertise that many of us feel uncomfortable with. It's on us as coaches to learn more about others and how they operate. In fact, there's been many times that I've, as a coach and athlete, have struggled with adhering to a meal plan, even following a workout regimen, even just getting to bed on time, and basically doing the the daily things I know I should be doing. So am I lazy? Am I just not cut out to change? Or am I a failure? My answer for myself is quick and simple. Absolutely not. I can say this confidently as I look back on my own past experiences and journey through graduate school and owning a business, being a husband. But how often do we label ourselves failures? You know, for one reason or another, we didn't follow a specific goal, diet, challenge, or plan for more than five days. In fact, I would argue that the words we say to ourselves in our heads is far worse than we'd ever say to another fellow human being. Wondering why am I diverting for nutrition coaching? Well, I'm actually not. You'll soon realize that whatever meal plan or food direction or AKA improving yourself or changing is less about the knowledge and more about understanding yourself, something I call change psychology. It's a huge topic I'm interested in, as you could probably tell. So I wanna to talk to you about a study. So I just wanna say this. You could have all the answers in front of you, but still struggle. So there's a study done regarding MDs prescribing life-saving medication to patients. And no, this is not me endorsing we should all be on medication. It's just an example. And it showed adherence was hovering around 50%. This is wild. 
These patients know this medication is life-saving due to their current health state, and only 50% of them take it. So I would argue if there was a magic pill available, people would only take it half of the time. So once again, I say, what's the problem? I think it goes back to what I call change psychology. Why is change so hard and why is sticking to goals and plans so difficult? Although it starts with knowledge, it goes much more into your own psychology and understanding what makes you tick, what makes you feel elated or excited, what makes you feel triggered, or what makes you continue coming back day in, day out, or give up within a few days. So I want to say this in episode one, that the commitment to the process, not the goal, is where I stand as a coach. And it's what drives me to continue learning about myself and how I am human, and you are too. Such as, struggled recently to go to the gym? Same here. Struggled recently to food prep and eat healthy? Same here. Struggled to feel motivated on some days? I think you see my point. (laughs) So I feel I should give you my deeper reasoning for holding myself to a higher standard and share a little bit more of my story. And I'll, I'll share a little bit now So there was a time I just wanted to be the fittest at my gym or perform one bar muscle up or squat 315 pounds, which are still worthy goals. And this past summer in 2021, as I left for my first physical therapy clinical rotation to Florida, I joined a CrossFit CrossFit gym there. And I was middle of the pack, uh, huge gym with lots of members. They had people there that were competing at the CrossFit, CrossFit level games. Um, and they had uh, very competitive athletes there. Yet within short, two short weeks, I stopped going because I really didn't feel connected to the community. I felt it was pretty clicky, and I was struggling just to simply go work out because the socialization side, as I'm sure a lot of us can relate, was really what I was looking forward to after a long day of work. And so my goal of being fittest at the gym, that wasn't going to happen. My goal of squatting 315 pounds, I was out 295, and so I was pretty close, but I just stopped caring, you know, and I I wasn't going to work on a bar muscle up. It just became something I honestly started dreading versus enjoying. But now my goal has risen along with my self-confidence. You know, coming back to California, I kind of had to take a good self-evaluation and figure out, like, why did I as a coach future physical therapist, why did I struggle so much? And so for me, I think it was giving myself that deeper goal. Like I said, that raised myself, raised my goal along with my self-confidence. So I want to make it to the CrossFit Games by the time I am 35. So that gives me over six years to continue working and developing myself. And like I said, this new desire has raised the bar I hold for myself. CrossFit Games... Well, then let's shoot for five to 10 bar muscle-ups instead of one. Let's squat over 400 pounds instead of just 315. Let me surround myself with a supportive community of friends and fellow gym goers and help elevate them to a higher level. You know, I really took a a good self-look, like I said, when I was in Florida. I realized I need a good community. So I'm excited to go to the gym on the days I'm really not looking forward to it. You know, recently, I've been so, so excited that my wife has been coming across at Fresno, and I love just working out with her. I I love seeing couples and families work out together because that social group is just going to continue to elevate itself even more. And so going back to my goal, 
I have plenty of time to get there, and it gives me such a feeling of elation to, mag- to imagine myself at that level. This is what drives me on days I feel less motivated and less driven. It's really just my new purpose for myself because I want to see how far I can truly go. And so this chase and struggle is what gives me the most excitement. Ironically, it probably surprises you because the anticipation of the expected suffering and long hours of the gym just get me excited. And I know as I continue growing, I'm going to have an added need for educating myself regarding how to compete well, nutrition for two workouts a day, which I've been adding to my regimen, and continuing as well to be present and available in my current responsibilities, such as my marriage and finishing my graduate school as I finish up my rotations this year and finally graduate in December as a physical therapist. And so when this switch in my mind finally went off and I said to myself, you know what, I can do this. It's just going to take a little bit more every day. This gave gave me an immense wave of confidence. Uh, And I know I keep saying it, but honestly, just excitement. I know along the way, I'm going to continue growing as a coach, a husband, a physical therapist, and eventually a father, because this is going to be something over the next six years. But I'm really falling in love with the process. And so I want to share a quote by the famous artist Michelangelo. He said, if people knew how hard I worked to get my mastery, it wouldn't seem so wonderful after all. So I read and interpreted this as he was committed to finding strategies to better himself. It came across to me as simply hard work. He wanted it and bad. His craft wasn't so magical and mystical now that we break it down and show that anyone has the potential to achieve as high as he did. I mean, obviously what he did was incredible by painting the entire Sistine Chapel ceiling, but you don't need to do that to be successful and happy in my opinion. I'm talking about having the willingness to say, I'm going to spend an X amount of time bettering myself each Monday, whether maybe it's 10 minutes, 30 minutes, but just committing to, I'm going to invest a little bit beyond just going to work and coming home or committing to a gym membership three times a week or signing up for a 5k to keep yourself accountable or hiring a nutrition coach to dial in your own lifestyle and nutrition habits to help you be more successful. But of course, I'm sure we can all agree, this change will happen within a few days or maybe even a few weeks. Sometimes it takes longer. But how many times do we listen to our favorite celebrity singer or watch our favorite baseball player or best TED Talk speaker crush it time and time again? Right? I think you can think of other examples. They must have always been that way. No, I'm convinced they've been working at their craft for years, but as I said earlier, they must have fallen in love with the process. And that's the part that echoes Michelangelo's Michelangelo's words to me of how his mastery wouldn't seem so wonderful after all. It's achievable by any one of us. I would argue that we all have the potential. We all just have to choose to do a small piece every day and then continue watching it grow. And that's motivating. When you continue to see progress, it feeds you even more and you want to continue adding more and more and more. So in closing, I want to share this. I listened to two members today, understandably frustrated with themselves, talk about how they wanted to be stronger and farther along in their own fitness right now. And <laughs> I can relate to that. It seems we tend to drift into the future and forget our past accomplishments. And sometimes just beat ourselves up because we haven't, quote, made it yet. But two things I want to say on this point as we kind of reflect and finish. First, you need to love the body you have now. You know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to improve yourself and get stronger, fitter, healthier, wiser, etc. But until you accept yourself and for some of us, forgive ourselves, 
It doesn't matter how much weight we lose or strength we gain. We will still feel we haven't made it yet. So I'm going to say call to action, commit to yourself, commit to working on yourself, and the results will come. And secondly, my last point is there's nothing more frustrating than an ordinary person wanting extraordinary results. So let me ask you this. Are you willing to work an additional 10 minutes a day on yourself? What about an hour? What was the last time you picked up a book or sought out maybe a mentor? Are you making time for your own mental and physical health? Maybe considering finding a counselor is something you should be doing. These are just some of the daily factors that make someone extraordinary in my opinion. It's like what Michelangelo, Michelangelo said. He was committed to bettering himself, but the small steps didn't seem so magical once we break it all, break it all down. So I'll say it again. Commit to yourself by working on yourself to allow for more progress on your health, your relationships, your body image, your love of life. And don't forget, learn to love the process. Fall in love with the process, guys. I can't say that enough. Enjoy this time because there won't be another time like it ever in your life. Really love making this episode. I'm looking forward to future episodes. So if you have any comments or questions, please feel free to leave them below or reach out to me over social media or just share with me in person. And I really look forward to hearing your thoughts and just stimulating more conversation. You know, next episode, I'm planning to dive into the nitty gritty of macronutrients to begin helping you learn the knowledge side of things. See you in the next episode. This is